Good afternoon. Blessed are the poor in spirit. This is the title of this message. It's from Matthews chapter 5, verse 3. And the subject is we back to broken, being broken. And how do you understand that? Blessed are the poor in spirit. I know how the world would look at it. But blessed, happiness, joy, congratulated to have what you need. It was hard to be blessed in the pool when that AC was out. And then in that same week, the lights did go out. And then you have company coming that day. Plus, I think I shared with you all, about, I'm not a hunter, a deer hunter, but I have friends that do, and they get a small deer and then give it to me, and I can just uh, have it turned into sausages. So... I've got an outside freezer. A lot of deer meat in there. Not to count the oxtails. They're still around. And then I have a habit of buying steaks when I see them. So I'm thinking about all of this being broken. Lord, the steaks I can understand, I bought them myself. But the deer meat was kind of given to me, and I just had to have a process. So I'm still trying to work this out. How can I save this meat? And I didn't want to open the freezer to see if it had thawed out or not or gotten soft, but it hadn't. And like my wife said, her and I said, let's get in the car, and I'm going to ride around the neighborhood to see if Centerpoint is around. So we're driving around. It's about 1 o'clock in the afternoon now. This had happened Wednesday night, and the lights had been out all that time. And I hadn't even thought about the meat until she woke me up about midnight. Hey, Stan, you know that meat's going to thaw out. Now the brain is working now. i got to save these steaks. got to save the deer sausage. It's a lot of deer sausage. Well, then we find out that the lights was on. But blessed are the poor. In spirit. Here, what Jesus is talking about to these disciples is what we are and not what we have. The world puts emphasis on what we have. Blessed are those who have wealth, who have strength, who have power, who have knowledge, prestige, popularity. But who are the poorest? A spirit. Not the ones that that shows off. Say they're fasting. And then they want the world to know that I'm starving, I'm I'm hurting, uh, I'm real hungry, but I'm doing this because I'm fasting for the Lord. Or the ones that have a bad day and their mouth is stuck out. Bible says, when you fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, Matthew 6, 16. 
Then you could take the widow mite, who had the two mites. She was poor. I mean, but at least she had something to put in. And Jesus said, of a truth, I say unto you that this poor widow has cast in more than they all. Luke 21.3. We remember Jesus is looking at what we are and not what we have. Okay. Jesus is talking about a poor beggar, a beggar like Lazarus, who had longed to be filled with whatever fell from the table of the rich man. But instead, all he got was the dog licking his sores. Absolutely destitute, empty, depleted, in need of, bankrupt. Luke 16, 21. Jesus called them, blessed are the beggars. Blessed are the destitute. The world would not call them blessed. The world would call them bombs, hobos, second-class citizens, broken, destitute. Then you have the spiritual beggar and his bankrupt. Blessed are the beggar. Blessed are the bankrupt. And Jesus is not talking about financial poverty. Jesus never said that we should live or be blessed by just being financially poor. He did say we are to help the poor. We are to have compassion on the poor. We are to give to the poor. The Bible sometimes speaks of poor people being rich in their faith. And Jesus is talking about a person in the spiritual realm, no matter how much money they have or they don't have, but that he is a beggar and bankrupt before God. Not just poor in spirit, but a spiritual beggar, a spiritual bankrupt. Brother in Christ that uh, he's gone to be with the Lord and I, I know of him and a few people that may have been at Berean knows of him and I know Brother Bob does. But he became a spiritual beggar when Harvey hit. I mean, he, he wasn't a well-to-do guy anyway, but uh, he was a strong Christian. And before that, Harvey... He was always struggling to, to, to pay his bills, but he became a spiritual beggar, bankrupt. Valley after valley he would face and could never seem to come up even close to where he was before. Lost everything in, 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 in Harvey. And he realized that in him we live and we move, and we have our being. Acts 17, 28. For he is before all things, and all things consist of him. Colossians 1, 17. Upholding all things by the word of his power. Hebrews 1, 3. 
spiritually bankrupt. And then we get to the spiritual beggar and his brokenness. The brokenness follows bankruptcy. Our brokenness comes when we see just who we are in the sight of God. You see, not just Steve, but the buddy, but we ourselves. Sometimes our greatest need is to see our own need. Sometimes we may be just sitting here in church thinking that we're doing God a favor just by being here. And there must come a time in our lives that we see God just as who he is. We look at Peter. He was that take type, take charge type of guy. The big fisherman, always giving his opinion. But when Peter saw what Jesus did in that boat, he fell to his knees and said, depart from me, for I am a sinful man. Oh, Lord, Luke 5, 8. Isaiah, in chapter 6, he's condemning them. Woe ye, woe ye, woe ye, everything that they were doing wrong. Uh, sorry, in, in, in uh, uh, chapter 5. Six woes in chapter 5. And Isaiah was a godly man, but when he was confronted with the holiness of God, his sinfulness was exposed. Looking up, being broken, Isaiah saw God on the throne in his glory and the heavenly beings describing him as holy, 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 Isaiah 6.3. But in chapter 5, he was warned to everyone. Then chapter 6, looking inward, being broken, woe is me, for I am undone. I am a man of unclean lips, for I have seen the Lord. Broken. Looking outward, being broken. Then he said, here I am, Lord. Send me. Isaiah 6, 8. Broken. Paul said, For the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, I count them as dung that I might win Christ. Philippians 3 8. Gideon in chapter 6, when he had the unleavened cakes and flesh, and the Lord consumed it up with fire, Gideon said, I have seen face of the Lord. That's why I think before chapter 7 of Judges, Gideon had already been broken when he saw the face of the Lord. And he followed through with it by going to defeat the Midianites. But the other 300 had to see God at work when they broke the vessels. Spiritually bankrupt and a beggar before God, we have to see ourselves as a beggar 
bankrupt in the sight of God, of a righteous and holy God. You see, my friend, he was poor in spirit. He was a beggar. He was bankrupt in the sight of a holy and righteous God. When that's all you have, that's all you have. And how do we get to that point? In blessed of the poor in spirit. Where we put aside all the things that, that we have, but in the face of a righteous and holy God, we need to be bankrupt, broken, a beggar. And once that happens, we stop depending upon the things we have. You know, when them lights go out on you, you begin to see that there's more to life than just having what you want and when you want it. Sometimes you're bankrupt. You have to start really leaning on God, and that's what he wants us to do in every aspect of our life, whether we have something or not. Once we lay aside our pride, Jesus said, blessed are the beggar and the bankrupt. Until we lay our pride in dust, we cannot experience the excellency, the knowledge of God, because we put ourselves first and we begin to think we're doing it. Even God cannot feel that which is already full. We are bankrupt beggars before our righteous and holy God. One beggar trying to show another beggar where the bread is. Blessed or the poor in spirit. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, just uh, help us to see what we are in your, your eyes, Lord. Help us to be broken like Paul and Isaiah and Gideon when they saw your face, Lord. Help us to see the work that you do in our lives that is not of us. Because if if in you we live and move and have our being, then everything is orchestrated by you. We have no money if we don't wake up to go to work. We can't get to work if we don't have a vehicle to get there or some source to get there. But we have to always remember that we're just a beggar and begging for you to have mercy on us, to give us the breath each breath that we take, the heartbeat. I mean, many people that are, many church members that are, are hurting right now are really dependent on, on you, Lord. We should have that same mindset, even though everything is going great for us. Because at any minute, you can just stop everything and, and it's gone. Lord, help us to stay focused on you, Lord. Help us to uh, really understand that we, 
we need to be broken before you so we can see everything you do in our lives. Thank you. Give us safe travel home. And Lord, just thank you for giving me this opportunity to share your message. And I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.